Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula. Welcome back to Coffee Chit Chat, episode four. I am super excited for all of you guys for supporting and listening to Coffee Chit Chat. We have a special guest. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. But before we get started with her, I want to shout out one of our Facebook chick chatters. Her name is Charlotte Borns and she shared her favorite coffee. Her favorite coffee was French vanilla and I love French vanilla as well. So make sure you go out to our Facebook coffee chit chat and put your favorite coffee in the comments so that you too can be shouted out on coffee chit chat. So before we get started, I just wanted to give you a brief um, introduction to our guest speaker. Her name is Sharon Jones, and Sharon uh, was raised in the rural area of Cachata, Louisiana. Remember that little small town I talked about? Yes, she's from there as well. But Sharon traveled to San Francisco, and she uh, currently resides in California as a licensed marriage and family therapist. She has over 30 years of work experience in behavioral health care. Sharon loves um, providing services and support to diverse communities on suicide prevention and stigma reduction. She provides an atmosphere and environment for recovery, building hope and comfort to many clients in transformation. Sharon also has, um, she's taken her experience and developed a counseling company, her very own private practice. It is called Alabaster Moments Consultant LLC. And there she provides counseling, coaching, custom courses, training, and workshops. And you know, I love quotes. And Sharon says one of her favorite quotes, quotes is that the guide her work is from Maya Angelou. I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. And without further ado, Sharon Jones. So Sharon, I know that you talk to people all the time about anxiety and worrisome and just, I guess, the weight of the world sometimes. So can you tell us just a little bit about your story and why you started your um, motivational talks or write-ups? <laughs> well, you know, actually, I, I pursued a license in a license in marriage and family therapy. And so and being a licensed psychotherapist, what has happened is, of course, uh, I meet people with many diagnoses, as they call, or many um, ways that they are out of alignment. And so anxiety is one of the top disorders in the United States. Mm -hmm. Just as one in four people have a mental health concern, anxiety is at the top of the list. And next is depression. So sometimes they coexist together, anxiety and depression. Oh, wow. That is so interesting. I didn't realize that they were at the top of the list. That is yes. Oh, wow. So um, what do you think, like if someone feel that they're feeling nervous or overwhelmed, what is the best thing they can do or who should they talk to about that? Well, the first thing is that they need to uh, know that it's okay to seek help for whatever they're going through. In many cultures, it is believed uh, not to seek professional help, but depending on what they're going through, I would say to seek professional help. Seek professional help, okay. And can you tell our listeners maybe what triggers anxiety sometimes? It could be a, a variety of factors, but 
I think it begins with an, being in an ongoing frequency of stress. Uh, some, of course, it can be also be biological. Anxiety comes from uh, a chemical imbalance in the brain. And so that's a part of it as well. But being in a frequency of toxic stress ongoing can lead to anxiety as well. Just ongoing stress where you never ever are able to relax or to, to uh, breathe from it. Got it. So what are like some small steps they can do to try to change some of the, um, you know, those, those feelings? The first thing is to watch your breathing because oftentimes we hold our breath and we're not really breathing because of the stimuli that we're facing. And so we're kind of tensing up in our neck area, our back area. And, and so deep breathing uh, can help with anxiety. That is, that is very interesting to know. Just, just take a deep breath sometimes if you're feeling yourself over anxious or nervous. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and who do you recommend uh, that they, if they feel the need that they want to get help and talk to someone, uh, you know, besides some of the exercises they may be doing at home, but if they actually want to talk to a professional, who uh, would be that first person? Well, they, they would seek out, you know, uh, counseling or therapy. And what a therapist would do is listen to their story and see what ways. So deep breathing is one way. Exercise might be another way uh, to help with that. Journaling, practicing meditation. And of course, uh, medication often is needed. But prior to medication, you want to, we want preventative uh, measures. Anything that they can do in terms of prevention, talk therapy, meditation, exercise. I like that. So, you know, they don't have to always just have a pill for all of that stuff. It can be more yeah. holistic ways that yes. they can uh, prevent it. Okay. Yes. And to dig to the root of where the anxiety is coming from, if they can, if they can pinpoint it, uh, you know, they may be anxious, uh, we all have a certain amount of anxiety, you know, like getting in front of a large crowd, but it's when it's ongoing where the, where it can't be turned off is where it becomes the problem. Okay. Okay. Because sometimes I think uh, people may get stressed, confused with anxiety, but they kind of like they coincide, what you're saying? <laughs> Depression. Yes. Well, yes. And then the, the huge thing is the self-medication. <laughs> Once they do start feeling out of alignment with anxiety, they have a tendency of maybe wanting to drink a little alcohol or or take pills or things of that nature, which is more of negative coping. And so the goal is to identify positive ways to cope instead of the negative ways. I love that because this show is all about positive vibes. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Anything else you would like to add or share with our listeners on this topic? And I also want you to let them know how they can follow you um, on your social media sites. Yes. Uh, uh, The main thing is to know that it's okay to reach out, uh, to know that it's okay to ask for help. in asking for help, also building up what we call protective factors. And two of, two of my favorite protective factors is to know that it's okay to ask for help and to know that it's okay to make a mistake. And there are other protective factors as well, such as having one positive caring person in your life is a, a protective factor, doing well in school. So 
for every risk factor, there's a protective factor. And what we want to do is build up protective factors for young people and older people. That's really awesome to hear that because I've never heard it used in that uh, manner, protective factors. So that's awesome, like protecting that heart, protecting. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. And do you want to share with them just a little bit about Alabaster Moments? Yes, Alabaster Moments, uh, it's um, my little company. Uh, actually, it's Alabaster Moments Consulting um, LLC. And I provide not only psychotherapy, but also spiritual coaching. Uh, training, consultations, uh, all related to uh, strengthening better moments in your life. And uh, it's based off of alabaster moments in the Bible where the young, for the lady had the box, nobody knew her name, but she gave great value. And so that's what, you know, I pour into the lives of others, great value, getting them back in alignment, in harmony so that they can live their lives. Oh, that is so awesome. Uh, so some of the signs of anxiety are increased heart rate, you know, uh, palm sweating, heart racing. Uh, feels like something is in your throat. You know, your throat is kind of becoming restricted. Oh, wow. uh, tension in your shoulders, tension in other parts of your body. And of course, just the fear, you know, fearful thoughts that come with it as as well. Oh, wow. So that's really what caused those panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, panic disorder is an anxiety disorder. Yes. Okay. okay. It's a part of it. Yes. <laughs> that is so good to know. I mean, I have learned so much about um, anxiety on this podcast this morning. I hope my listeners have enjoyed and understand. And now they can understand that there are ways that you can cope with it. So I really appreciate it. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. And so how can they follow you if they want to follow you? Uh, They can follow me at HTTP uh, semicolon slash slash the alabaster moments dot com. And because this is coffee chit chat, um, do you have a favorite coffee? (laughs) Uh, Yes, Starbucks. And I think it's. I may have the name uh, wrong, but it's Verdona or something like that. But it's a very good blend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So she, you actually like coffee. You don't like the fufu like me. I'm a caramel macchiato or a pumpkin latte. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what I'm, I'm more into the matcha green tea. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. we like tea as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I sure appreciate your time and thank you so much for helping us understand um, anxiety and how to cope and use protective factors and positive ways to cope with anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you giving our listeners those good pointers. Okay, that concludes our episode four. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and I hope that you take some of the information that you heard from our guest speaker to help you cope with anxiety and stress. And I'm going to leave this quote with you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. First Peter five and seven. And I will see you guys on next week.